I'm gonna breathe you in again and again. Intoxicating you are Intoxicating you are Intoxicating you are As I breathe you in Again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> Fill us up with your oxygen to all our cells, God. Fill us up with your oxygen into all our cells, God. Life, life from heaven. Breathe in the life, the life from heaven. Invigorating, intoxicating love. Invigorating, intoxicating love. Invigorating, intoxicating love. Invigorating, intoxicating love. Invigorating. 
Fading, intoxicating love Invigorating, intoxicating love You're invigorating, intoxicating love You're invigorating, intoxicating love We're addicted God 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 Your invigorating, intoxicating love. Your invigorating, intoxicating love. Let heaven speak tonight, Father, through our brother. Do what you will tonight in this house. Holy Spirit, you're moving and we're responding. Father, we pray the fire would come through Stevie McKee tonight into this house, into our bones. That you would stir us for the callings that are on each of our lives, God. Fan the flame tonight through Stevie. Fan the flame. Fan the flame tonight, Father, with the commissioning that you have from him, from your throne, through him. And we receive him now with joy and with thanksgiving that you've brought our brother to us to teach us more about your intoxicating, invigorating love. God, we bless our brother as he comes in the mighty, matchless, overcoming, all-powerful name of Jesus Christ, our King. Amen. Father, I thank you for this night. Lord, I thank you that even though in the natural this seems a small group, this is a very, very significant night. And Lord, we ask that you take us even deeper. Deeper into your heart. Deeper into the holy of holies. Lord, you remember the, the visions and the prophecies of old speaking of this nation, speaking specifically of the North. Lord, you promised that your lightning would come from heaven upon the fires in the North. Lord, I'm asking tonight that your lightnings will strike. Lord, now is the time. I dare to believe, Lord. I dare to believe that you will do something tonight that can change everyone here and can ultimately change the nation. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. And we say you are free. You're not bound by our religious structures. 
our ideas of what you should do and what you shouldn't do. We say be free, Holy Spirit. And Lord, by faith, we all come beyond the sacred veil. And Lord, we stand before you beyond that curtain in Mount Zion. And Lord, I thank you for the angelic hosts. <laughs> Lord, thank you for every angel you've assigned to us. Thank you for every angel you've assigned to the north of Scotland. Lord, I ask it tonight you activate them. So that your word, your presence, your glory, your fire spreads across the north. Lord, all those groups of people that Jean Darnell saw would begin to rise, Lord. <coughs> a group here, a group there, a group somewhere else who are just fed up of the status quo. Yeah. Fed up of just attending church. Yes. Fed up of just going through the motions. Yes. Or that's what Jean Darnell said. This people would be in groups and homes looking at the Bible and saying, where is that church? Where is that church in the book of Acts where yes, a building yes. shakes? Where is that church where a shadows heal? Where is that church where 3,000 people can be saved in one day? Lord, we are one such group tonight. Saying, where is that church? Let your glory come. Lord, the baby is overdue. The baby is overdue. I'm asking tonight, Lord God, that you birth that baby. That baby of revival. But it's beyond revival. It's reformation. It's not just visitation, it's habitation. It's not just a, an outpouring. It's Christ being formed in us so that we walk in the full stature of Christ. Holy Spirit. And Lord, I thank you for the fear of God. Lord, it's something our nation has not got anymore. It's something the church doesn't have anymore. Lord, will you introduce again to us the fear of the Lord? Lord, that's what happened in the Hebrides. Lord, that's why seven, eight, nine hundred people in one night run out of their houses and run to the church at midnight in winter crying out to God because the fear of God came to the whole island do it again do it again and Lord do it even greater Lord we know that that's amazing and you might not even do it that way again but the fear of God will come again Lord, I don't even want to move on. Or too often we move on when you want to do something. 
Lord, I thank you for these faithful people. I thank you for this faithful woman. Lord, who follows the Holy Spirit and prays for revival. Lord, even to the place where she's misunderstood. God, I ask that you meet her tonight. You flood her with the Holy Spirit and fire. Lord, she will be so overwhelmed. Lord, I'm asking that even now that you forward her from the top of her head to the tips of her toes. <laughs> Lord, move any way you want. Lord, if you want to move in joy, you move in joy and release joy. If you want to move and it's the feet of God, you move and it's the feet of God. Or if you want us all to be drunk and we cannot move, so be it. But Lord, if you want us all to be on the floor in terror, so be it, Lord. Lord, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. And Lord, I just want to stand before you tonight. I know you've called me to the north. And I'm asking you, Lord, to fulfill your word. Lord, it's time for you to fulfill your word. Because your honour is at stake. Lord, like they, they played, they prayed in Lewis. They said, your honour is at stake. Lord, your name was taken out of schools. Oh, God. Oh God. Oh Lord, God. darkness is covering the land, mm -hmm. but yet you are calling a remnant. Just keep keeping this atmosphere and keep your eyes shut if you want, because we want to come out of this place. <coughs> Past few years, I've travelled up to the Isle of Lewis about six times. About four years ago, my friend had a, he said it was the most powerful dream he's ever had. And in the dream, I had to leave him because the North was calling. Not long after that, I had a, a dream, and there was a prophet in it from America, and he said to me that you've got to go north and you've got to go alone. And then another friend, actually, he had an audible voice. And the audible voice says, tell Stephen, he's got to go north, and specifically the Hebrides. So I've went five or six times, and the Lord's began to teach me stuff, and it's not stuff you don't know. But there's a difference between knowing it in our head and knowing it in our heart. And the Lord began to teach me about because I was asking the question, what is it they had that we don't? What is it the Celtic saints had that we don't? Like the Celtic saints could, there was one saint who raised a multitude from the dead in one moment. Another one, there was a dead animal on the, the dinner plate. And he knew that that animal, it, it was already cooked. He knew that animal had been mistreated. And he raised it from the dead from the dinner plate. What is it that our forefathers had and forefathers and foremothers had that we don't? And the Lord began to teach me 
and it's simple. He's looking for those who are willing to walk the crucified life. You see, we're crying out for revival. For many years, we're crying out for revival. But God's crying out for us to be totally yielded. You see, he is one who produced revival, released revival. But he's looking for us. You know, I feel such a presence tonight. I don't know what you feel. I feel having calling. He's calling us here, this small group. No! Sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Go for it. Whatever. Don't feel you need to hold back. The Lord is calling. And all the time I was in the Hebrides, he began teaching me about the crucified life and about yieldedness. You see, that was the secret to the Celtic saints. That was the secret to Catherine Kuhlman. Yes. She said, I could take you to the place where Catherine died. Yes. And Jesus lived in her and through her. You see, we can gather and pray and shout out for revival, but all God needs is one person who dies and then lives. Evan Robertson, Wales. You know, he was he was in despair, despair at the state of the church in his day. To the extent his family actually thought he was losing his mind. But he kept praying and believing and crying out until one night he was actually taken to heaven. And it said he was taken to heaven every night for three months. Every single night he met God face to face. And it said his very nature was changed. His nature was changed and it was then he knew that God was going to move in Wales. And not just Wales, the whole world. The whole world. And what I feel tonight God wants to do is very simple. You see, we've all got a part to play in what God wants to do. And I believe God simply wants us to completely surrender and yield. And say, yes, Lord, we sung it at the beginning. Yes to the part that you have to play. But we've got to seek God individually like never before. You see, this is a window. There's a window of maybe 20 years. Maybe 30 years. I'm not entirely sure. That God wants to change Scotland, the United Kingdom. And if we don't take our chance, our generation will miss it. And this nation will be taken over by either Islam... Or even worse, actually, the leftist agenda. Jesus. And it will be totally anti-Christ. Jesus. But I'm not here to bring bad news. Because God is wanting to change that. Mm -hmm. But he's calling. There's a deep, deep call in his spirit tonight. There's a deep yearning from God. Because he wants to move. He knows that in that period of time, this period of 20, 30 years, God can change this nation. And he can actually do it through people here tonight.
And Islam is actually rising, like in Lewis. And when I went to Lewis, the Lord showed me. I went, why is that there? Why has that been allowed? And the Lord showed me, he allowed it to provoke his church. Mm. It's to provoke us. Like, we need to be like the saints of old who are willing to yield, who are willing to lay down a life. That song, I love that song. No longer I, but Christ. Yes. He's looking for us tonight. Did you say, Lord, help me die so that I can live? Yes. It's not a heavy message in the sense it's not about our self-effort. It is about grace, but we need to be willing and God is calling tonight. He's calling everyone here. There's such a pull in the spirit. Because there is a slumber in the land. There's a slumber in the church. There's a slumber and, and there's a self-effort thing where we think if we just conjure up enough people to go out and get our good programs and our good ideas, that's not going to work. I'm telling you, it's not going to be any different. For us as it was the early church, they could not do it in their own strength. They had to go up to the upper room and wait. Yes. Yes. Do you know, before that they were doing healings and miracles and signs and wonders and they thought they were doing great. And Jesus said, right, stop it now. You think, why stop it? We're doing pretty good. We're evangelizing. We're doing pretty well. Stop it. Why? Because he wants to come in such power. A few words in one moment, and 3,000 people can be saved in one day. I've seen a day where we walk past hospitals and every single person gets healed. I've seen a day where we walk through villages and towns and people fall under the conviction of the Holy Spirit in the thousands just by walking near us, just by our shadow following us and falling on people. Whatever overshadows us will overshadow them. But it comes in, in no different form from what it did in the early days by us yielding fully to the Holy Spirit. By us getting before him in the secret place and saying, Lord, I don't even know how to do this. I don't know how to yield. You don't need to know. God's not looking for strong people. He's looking for weak people. God's not looking to make us strong in our own strength. He's looking to kill the old man so that we can live in the strength of Christ, the fullness of Christ, the peace of Christ, the joy of Christ. All that he is, as he is, so are we on the earth. But there's a call in the spirit to yield fully. And I just want to prophesy to the north I want to prophesy to the groups that Jean Darnell saw I don't know where you are but I say rise up I say to the groups that are supposed to be rising up in this nation in the north rise up begin to get hungry Lord raise up those faithful ones who are fed up of the status quo who will not settle who will not settle for religion and will not settle for lawlessness either. Those who want this nation to burn again with the fire of the Holy Spirit. 
or those who are not willing to settle just for good because we want the perfect we want the perfect will yes, of God Lord. and I say to those groups open up let the streams begin to flow let the fire begin to flow let the hunger begin to rise let the lightning begin to strike. Mm. I say that it's time mm. for the fulfillment of the prophecy of Jean Darnell. Come on. Yes, yes Lord. Yes. Oh. And I say so. that it starts with us. So. When I was in my Hebrides, the Lord began to teach me about the fear of God again. And it's something we don't have. And that's okay that we don't even know what it is necessarily, but we need to cry out for it. Because there was a few years ago there was a, a law passed in Ireland. And you saw that in the newspapers it was to do with abortion up to up until birth mm. and it passed the law saying they could get abortion right up to birth oh. and you saw in the newspaper people celebrating mm. and partying mm. and if we go into that group like that and try and convince them they're wrong they won't listen mm. but when the spirit of truth comes yeah. he convicts the world yeah. and we need the spirit of truth who brings the fear of the Lord oh, yes. and it's the fear of the Lord that will convince them yeah. that they're wrong and not just that they're wrong, that they need to change. Oh, God. So Lord, we cry out for the fear of God in this nation yes. again. Yes. Lord, first of all, we repent. In the court of heaven, we repent. Yes. Because we've not been walking in the fear oh, of the Lord. We cannot blame anybody else. We cannot blame the world. We cannot blame those people who do not believe in you. Because we in the church have not had the fear of the Lord. Father, forgive me. Yeah, just ask individually. Forgive me. For not having the fear of the Lord. Yes, Lord, we repent. And we ask, Lord, where we have feared man instead of feared the Lord, forgive us. And I'm asking, Lord, that you will put in all of our hearts here tonight the authentic fear of the Lord. That we will not want to move to the left or the right unless the Lord is leading us. That we won't want to do anything just like Jesus. He only did what he saw his father doing. And Lord, as we begin to get back the fear of the Lord, release the fear of the Lord into this region, into this nation, into the north of Scotland. Lord, into this town, into the the villages nearby, into the cities, into Dundee and Inverness and Aberdeen. And further south, into Edinburgh and Glasgow and all the major towns. Lord, let the fear of God come back to a remnant of people who begin to walk in such power 
the Lord, the governments will listen to us again. Do you know, there's a, there's a remnant rising who will walk in such power and we will have such power that we'll be able to say to the government, if you don't change that law, there will be no rain in this nation. Oh, come on. You see, we're going to preach the goodness and severity of God. We are going to preach goodness, and to most people it will be goodness and love and kindness, like the woman at the well and the woman caught in adultery. There's going to be great love and great grace and great mercy, but sometimes God will release the severity of God. And we've got to be walking in the fear of God to know the difference, to know when to do what, and when to release the goodness, when to release the fear of the Lord and the severity of God. But there's coming a, a generation who's going to walk, walk in such wonders, mm. such signs, mm. that they will be feared. They will be revered. Amen. Because we're bringing the full aspect, the full characteristic of who God is. His fullness. He is good. He is love. But he's also holy. He's also just. He's also righteous. And there's an army in this nation. Do you know the Covenanters walked in this? Some of the prophets of the Covenanters, I don't know if you know about the Covenanters. But they refused to bow the knee to the king. They refused to say that anybody else was the head of the church, so only Christ was. But some of them walked in such prophetic utterance. It was so precise, so powerful, that they could prophesy and people would die. And I'm not saying we walk about and prophesying death over people. <laughs> I'm not saying that. But if we're in union with Christ, we can walk in such depth of God that people opposing the kingdom will be removed. People opposing what God's will is for the nation will be removed. Those who oppose God releasing his love will be removed. So tonight is not just another wee night. I believe God's calling every single person here. And I don't say that lightly, and I don't say it just because it's a right, nice thing to say. You guys are hungry, you guys have travelled far just to come here. Because God is calling you. And you know, I know some are maybe a bit older. But there's a thing that needs to be addressed in the church and it's like God is not just going to move through the young people. Do you know Joshua and Caleb were probably in their 80s when they went into the promised land? The real Joshua generation is the elder with people. We've disrespected that generation, but you know what? We cannot move in the power of the Spirit without the elders. We need the elders in this generation.
Father, I ask in the, in the courts of heaven tonight that you would release fresh scrolls to every person here. When I say scrolls, it's like your destiny. Your destiny. A fresh revelation for this moment forward being released into your heart. For every person here, Lord, every person here, Lord, for this dear man, fill him and flood him. Lord, I'm asking that every promise is fulfilled. Lord, where there's been disappointment, where there's been hurt, where there's been things that have not happened as you thought, I'm asking for restoration. Restoration, restitution, beyond that which was lost. And for everyone here, Lord, release those scrolls of destiny, those books of destiny that you have kept for this night. Lord, you've kept us hidden remnant. And Lord, I pray that you, by your grace, enable all of us here to be able to say, no longer I that live but Christ. You see, that's the key to revival. We're looking for revival, but God is looking for our death and resurrection. We're looking for an outpouring, but God's looking for us to be dead. He said, if you want to find life, you've got to lose it. And many of you have. But that means the next part, you're going to find it. You see, we're looking for revival, but God is looking to release far greater than revival. God is looking to release resurrection life. Oh. <laughs> Do you know, some of you might even grow younger. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. It happened to Abraham. We'll take it, Lord. He will renew your youth. God wants more than revival. Revival just takes us back to the very fundamental place that we should be in. The very beginning place. Revival just brings you back from the dead. But then we need to learn to live in resurrection life. Oh Jesus, hallelujah. Do you know with the coronavirus and all the rest of it? You know the story of John G. Lake? Amen, yes. yes. He pursued God with all of his heart. Mm. All of his heart. Until one day, he was engulfed in a cloud. And he said, like Evan Roberts, his whole nature was changed. Mm. And he said he actually then called himself a Christ man. Oh. And it was after that, they put the bubonic plague on his hand and watched it die under a microscope. Mm. But he encountered God mm. 
And the key to God moving in the nation is us here. Getting in the secret place. The Holy of Holies. And meeting God face to face. <coughs> if we all do this and meet God face to face, when you come out burning with a fire, with fire in your eyes and fire on your words, do you know there's a different kind of preaching coming? Do you know, like Charles Finney? He said he had to whisper because even the faintest words he spoke would cut me into the heart. Mm. People were cut down as dead men mm. as he spoke. George Whitfield, people could hear his voice a mile and a half away, <laughs> supernaturally, without any amplification. And his words would attach to the listening person's heart. Jesus, they said about Jesus, his words are life and they are spirit. They are spirit and they are life. There's a different preaching coming like Jean Darnell spoke about. From those who speak in the words, become like a fire. The words are like a hammer. It's no longer just a sermon. It's no longer just five points. It's speaking from beyond the veil. It's speaking from the heavenly realm to the earth. Yes, Lord, yes, yes. Those who are willing to die and yet live beyond the veil, live in the heavenlies, speak from the heavenlies, speak with such power that people will be spellbound. Utterly spellbound because of the words of life. The letter kills that the Spirit gives life. God wants to move in this nation. Can you imagine whole towns and whole cities under a cloud? Can you imagine whole cities under the cloud? that people who are ill would go to the city and be healed just by going into the city. Anyone with the coronavirus coming, we are not scared because they would come to the city and be healed. Havens of the glory. Hubs of presence, hubs of habitation. Governmental hubs of habitation. Places that are heavenly government on earth. Yeah, there will be darkness. Yeah, there will be places that resist this. Absolutely will be. But there'll be other places that are under the clouds. Other places that live in habitation. Other places where people come to be healed and made whole. Other places where people come to grow young. <laughs> Other places where people come for the wisdom of God, because there's going to be people like Daniel, oh, Lord, Lord, and Lord. Solomon, oh. and Joseph, oh. and people will come and cure 
queue up to hear the wisdom of God to solve the problem. Problem of individuals, but also problems of nations. Governments will come, prime ministers will come, presidents will come. To hear the wisdom of the humble ones. Not the great ones, to hear the wisdom of the humble ones. It's the meek that inherits the earth. God's not looking for the the great speakers that we think are great. He's not looking for the celebrities. He's not looking necessarily for educated ones. There's nothing wrong with education, but it's not that that qualifies you. It's simply yielding that qualifies you. Holy Spirit, we love you. Well, thank you for your presence tonight. Thank you for your angels. Well, thank you for the cloud of witnesses that surround us. Well, thank you for the cloud of witnesses that are passing on the baton tonight. And the way up here tonight, uh, today, I felt, I really felt the cloud of witnesses because. In a way I was sad because I was thinking of the men and women of God in this nation who were amazing. But yet they're not here anymore. But it's not sad because God is saying, you're it now. We've got to take it. In fact, just do that by faith. Just by faith, take that baton. Just put your hand up and take that baton. We're taking the baton of Ginger Mel. We're taking the baton of all the great revivalists, Duncan Campbell. We're taking the baton of those two old ladies in the Isle of Boys who prayed. We're taking the baton of the faithful saints who don't, their names are not even known. We're taking the baton of John Knox, who said, give me Scotland or I die. We're taking the baton of Andrew Murray. Or we're taking the baton of Columba. Do you know the Celtic saints walked in such power? The awe of God. Do you know when Druids challenged Patrick? He summoned an earthquake. Mm. Or we take the baton of the Celtic saint. Oh. Oh. Or we take the baton of Hugh Black. Oh. Doesn't matter if you don't know who he is. He's an amazing man of God in this nation. Or all the saints in this land, oh. Robert Murray McShane. Oh. Or we take the baton from them. We take that mantle. Just, mm-hmm. just take it by faith and say we want it.
And Lord, by faith we say we want... If you can't find any others, and I'm not saying you can't, but we are saying we're willing to carry the baton of revival that Jesus and saw. If you're really willing for that, say, Lord, I want it. Lord, I want it. We take that baton. And Lord, say... Let Christ be formed in us. Let Christ be formed So that we can walk in this. Or touch everyone here. Well, I don't know what you're going to do in this region with these meetings. But God, I'm asking that you open up the north, open the doors. Raise up the groups, raise up the people. God, I just know that, I, I just know there's going to be groups like this all over the place. Mm -hmm. And the glory's going to come and whole mm -hmm. villages are going to be saved. Mighty signs and wonders yes. and miracles. And I'm asking you, Lord God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'm asking you to do it. Yes. I'm asking you to do it, Lord God. I'm saying, Lord, this is the time. Yes, Lord. This is the moment. This is the season. And we all say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord. Lord, look no further. We hear the voice saying who will go for us. And we say, yes, Lord, yes, we yes, will go. Yes, here we are. Yes. Send us, Lord. So just you say, I know we've done it before, but just say, I'll, I'll do whatever my part is. I'll do I'll whatever do my, my part, part is. is. So, Lord, I'm asking for an infusion of yes, the Holy Lord, Spirit Jesus. that everyone here will do their part. Whether it's prayer, whether it's preaching, whether it's worship, whether it's serving. Whether it's been a, I don't know, a prophet, an apostle, an evangelist. Whether it's in business. Wherever it might be. Whether it's creating finance. Whatever it is. What I'm asking for a fresh anointing, a fresh presence, a fresh release of joy. A fresh hope, a fresh desire to seek you in the secret place. And Lord, raise up what I call oracles. Oh. It's like speaking the unadulterated word of the Lord with power. Oh. Beyond just seeing a picture or whatever, which is all good. But it's speaking beyond the veil. It's living beyond the veil. You see, there's a place where you can actually live beyond the veil with God. It's a secret place. We use the word secret place, but you think about it, there's a place that's secret. A place for you where you just can encounter the Lord even greater than Adam. Because Adam did not have Christ in him. We've got Christ in us. The Holy of Holies is actually in us because we are the temple of God. And God is looking for such intimacy. beyond the veil I don't know if you've ever heard of Reese Howells he prayed during World War II and they actually defeated the Nazis in prayer but if you read his book in the chapter it talks about the Holy Spirit taking possession in other words he just gave up he died to self and the Spirit came and possessed him fully but it says in that chapter that he was transported into another realm beyond the sacred veil 
And she'll be a lesbian the rest of his life. You see, that's the secret to the revival in Scotland. It's not an outpouring where there's nice meetings, nice miracles, nice healing. It's people living beyond the veil. It's people going beyond the veil and our nature has been changed into the image of Christ. It's people like John G. Lake, whose nature was changed because a cloud came and engulfed him and he was transformed and not even disease could live on his hands. A plague would die because he was Christ-like. He became a Christ man. Well, Terry, if you want to just lead some worship now, if you want to do that. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
across age to age and hour by hour the dead are raised sinners saved the work of your power God you're so good can we all stand if you can God you're so
You are blessed, you are called, you are healed, you are whole, you are saved in Jesus' name. Highly favored, anointed, filled with his power for the glory of Jesus' name. Okay, keep going, find somebody else. You are blessed, you are called, you are healed, you are whole, you are saved in Jesus' name. Highly favored, anointed, filled with his power for the glory of Jesus' name. Okay, now I want you, everybody, you're going to go back to yourself, and you're going to say it before the Lord. I am blessed, I am called, I am healed, I am whole, I am saved in Jesus' name. Highly favored, anointed, and filled with your power for the glory of Jesus' name. I am blessed, I am called, I am healed, I am whole, I am saved in Jesus' name. Highly favored, anointed, filled with your power for the glory of Jesus' name. And God, you're so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. You're so good to me. God, you're so good. You'll always be good. God, you're so good. 